One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Your bite-sized daily roundup of the biggest news from the world of film. This is the Daily Reel with Van Conner. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Reel for July 12th to the 16th, 2021. This is our weekend omnibus edition for those of you who want a longer show with fewer episodes without missing any of the week's film industry and entertainment news. And what a week it was, with Point Break turning 30 years old, Legally Blonde turning 20, and the 10th anniversary of the final Harry Potter movie, The Deathly Hallows Part 2. But here in 2021, the week was, more importantly, all about this. Javier Bardem has been cast in directors Will Speck and Josh Gordon's musical adaptation of the classic children's novel Lyle Lyle Crocodile. The film, set to be a hybrid of CG animation and live action, will follow the tale of Bernard Weber's iconic book of the same name, which follows a pet crocodile named Lyle, who lives with a Pym family in New York City and whose happy life is upended when the Prim's neighbor, Mr. Grumps, has Lyle thrown into the zoo, because Lyle scares his cat Loretta. When does disaster strikes at the Grumps' residence, it will be up to Lyle to prove his worth and his heroism to his biggest attractor of all. There's no word yet on just who Bardem will play, but the smart money's on Mr. Grumps. Best known for distinctly more adult roles in features such as No Country for Old Men and Skyfall, Bardem's been branching out since his 2017 stint as primary antagonist Captain Salazar in Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales, and will even return to Disney and the water for the company's forthcoming live-action adaptation of The Little Mermaid as the overprotective patriarch King Triton. Lyle Lyle Crocodile will have brand new music from Benj Pasek and Justin Paul, the Academy Award winning duo behind La La Land, and has been penned by Will Davies. No production schedule has been announced, but the film's set to debut on the 22nd of July next year. My name is Captain Barbosa, and I stand before you with cordial intent. <laughs> Do you hear that? This pirate wishes to be cordial. So let me show you what my cordiality is. Oscar nominee Angela Bassett has spoken about the forthcoming Black Panther sequel Wakanda Forever, revealing that there have been at least five versions of the script so far. The project has been one of the toughest nuts for Marvel Studios to crack, following the tragic and untimely death of its lead Chadwick Boseman, who unfortunately lost his life to colon cancer at the age of just 43. Bassett, who played former Wakandan Queen Ramonda in the 2018 original, revealed that even she isn't certain how the sequel will deal with the matter, saying, 
I don't know what it's going to look like at all. There have been about five incarnations of the script, and I hear another one's coming. Of course, with our dear King going on to glory, a lot of things have had to be shifted and changed. Bassett's joined in the sequel by fellow series returnees Lupita Nyong'o, Daniel Kaluuya, Danny Guerrera, Winston Duke, Florence Kasumba, and Martin Freeman, alongside Letitia Wright Shuri, who's expected to inherit the mantle of Black Panther. Black Panther Wakanda Forever will be directed by Ryan Coogler, who co-wrote the script with Joe Robert Cole, and it's set for release on the 8th of July next year. How are you feeling today, Mama? Around. Your father and I will talk about this day all the time. He is with us, and it is your time to be king. Mad Men co-stars John Hamm and John Slattery are set to re-team for Miramax's reboot of the Fletch franchise. Memorably adapted for two 1980s films starring Chevy Chase, the 11-book Gregory MacDonald mystery novel series tells the tale of Irwin Fletcher, aka Fletch, a former Marine turned investigative journalist who makes his living whilst dealing with the hassle of his overzealous ex-wives. The new film, entitled Confess, Fletch, will see Ham take on the lead role in a cast that also includes Marsha Gay Harden, Kyle MacLachlan and Roy Wood Jr. as the eponymous hero becomes the prime suspect in a murder investigation and attempts to clear his name whilst also searching for his new fiancé's stolen art collection. A Fletch reboot is something of a minor miracle at this stage, with over 30 years worth of attempts having fallen by the wayside, and everyone from Jason Lee, Ben Affleck and Ryan Reynolds, Zach Braff and Jason Sudeikis having been attached at one time or another. This new iteration from Superbad director Greg Matola has already begun filming, but is currently awaiting a release date. Isn't there a children's book about an elephant named Babar? I don't know. I don't have any. No children? No elephant books. Top Gun Maverick and Tron Legacy director Joseph Kaczynski has signed on to direct an adaptation of indie comic Chariot for Warner Brothers. The studio won a fierce bidding war for the project, which has garnered a lot of interest due to its nostalgic plot and opportunities for two high-profile stars. The original comic series by indie publisher AWA was penned by Brian Edward Hill and penciled by Priscilla Petraits, and tells the story of a Cold War-era secret project designed for its star agent, a weapon unlike any other in the form of a state-of-the-art sports car. Lost to the ocean decades earlier, along with the hotshot female agent who drove it, the project, codenamed The Chariot, was considered a bust. But years later, a petty criminal looking to reform his life stumbles upon the chariot and discovers that the agent's consciousness is still controlling it. So a sexier take on Knight Rider, essentially. Kaczynski will direct from a script by Julie Mayoas, a screenwriter best known for working on TV projects such as White Collar and the CW's The Flash. There's no production schedule for charities yet, but Kaczynski's Top Gun Maverick is due to fly to cinemas on the 19th of November. There's no reason for increased volume. I am scanning your interrogatives quite satisfactorily. I am the voice of Night Industry 2000's microprocessor, K-I-T-T for easy reference. A kit, if you prefer. Pitch Perfect star Anna Kendrick has closed a deal to lead Lionsgate's forthcoming psychological thriller, Alice Darling. 
The feature will follow Kendrick's Alice, who's been behaving strangely and keeping secrets about her volatile boyfriend from her two best friends. When the trio take a girl's trip out of town, however, secrets soon come spilling out after a local girl goes missing, and Alice's boyfriend suddenly joins the trip unannounced. Written by the rest of us as Alana Francis, Alice Darling will mark the feature directorial debut of Mary Nye, and is set to co-star Charlie Carrick, Wunmi Mizaku, and Kamatio Horn. Production company Babe Nation Films, who seek to create opportunities for women in the film industry, are overseeing the picture, saying in a statement, We strive to tell female stories unflinchingly, with nuance, care and authority. Alice Darling will keep audiences riveted, but ultimately it is a story of female resilience and empowerment. Alice Darling's presently without a release date, though Anna Kendrick can next be seen in the second season of the HBO Max original series Love Life, due out later this year. Ricochet, you take your you can sing! You! How high does your belt go? My what? Spencer, director Pablo Lorraine's controversial picture, which stars Kristen Stewart as Lady Diana, Princess of Wales, is now due to premiere at the Venice Film Festival. With a script from Peaky Blinders creator Stephen Knight, Spencer will focus on a single weekend during the early 1990s in which Diana made her decision to split from her husband, Prince Charles. The announcement occurring during a swirling bevy of salacious gossip, which accused the princess of numerous affairs outside of their marriage. The film's casting has proved a sticking point for many, with the royalists having previously begrudged the casting of an American as the so-called People's Princess. The same princess notably played by an Australian the last time she got a biopic. Kristen Stewart stars opposite Poldark's Jack Farthing as Prince Charles, as well as Timothy Spall, Sally Hawkins and Sean Harris. The 78th annual Venice International Film Festival will open on the 1st of August this year, while Spencer will be released to the public worldwide next year, in time for the 25th anniversary of its subject's tragic death. How old are you? 17. How long have you been 17? A while. Zack Stentz, co-writer of Thor and X-Men First Class, has signed on to write Age of Legends. The first in what's being planned initially is a three-film adaptation of Robert Jordan's beloved Wheel of Time novels. The series is set in an unnamed vast fantasy world that, due to the cyclical nature of time, is simultaneously the distant past and distant future of Earth, and is one of the most expansive works of modern high fantasy, running for a whopping 14 novels, three of which were finished and released posthumously by best-selling author Brandon Sanderson. The forthcoming feature will be set millennia before the main series in a futuristic utopia that runs on a magical power source known as the One Power. When a true evil is unleashed upon the world and men using the One Power become insane and start to destroy the planet, a small band of women will unite as humanity's last hope. In a statement, Stent said, I've been a fan of Robert Jordan's work for many years, and especially his allusions to the origins and backstory of The Wheel of Time. The films are reportedly being set up to complement the forthcoming Sony Pictures and Amazon Studios TV series, which will adapt the series proper, but Age of Legend is currently awaiting a production schedule and release date. You shall not pass! 
HBO darling Gene Smart has joined the increasingly packed cast list of Damien Chazelle's love letter to the golden age of Hollywood, Babylon. Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt will lead the picture, which the La La Land director penned himself and that's set in the late 1920s, as the movie industry sharply veers from silent films to the world of talkies. According to sources close to the production, Smart, who's seen a career resurgence of late, starring in such hits as HBO series Watchmen, Mayor of Easttown and Hacks, is set to portray a shrewd entertainment journalist who can make or break the careers of actors. Also along for the ride in Babylon are Olivia Wilde, Spike Jones, Phoebe Tonkin, Tobey Maguire, Diego Calva, Jovan Adepo, Lee Jun Lee, Catherine Waterson, Max Minghella, Lucas Haas, Flea, Rory Scovel, Samara Weaving, Eric Roberts, PJ Byrne and Damon Gupton. Babylon, which began shooting last week in Los Angeles, will open on the 6th of January, 2023. I thought he was bluffing. Those f- always say the devices rigged to their hearts and none of them actually take the time to do If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool has made his greatly anticipated first appearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, sort of. The actor has posted a reaction video on YouTube which sees the merc with a mouth commentating on a new trailer for Reynolds' forthcoming comedy Free Guy. But the superhero who fronted two films in Fox's X-Men franchise isn't alone in the stunt, with Reynolds also joined by fellow Free Guy co-star Taika Waititi, appearing as Thor Ragnarok scene-stealer Korg. The move marks the first true merge 
merging of the old X-Men universe and the MCU proper, ahead of the forthcoming MCU set 3 called Deadpool 3. There's no word yet on just when we can expect that threequel, but with this latest marketing campaign, it appears we could be looking at sooner rather than later. In the meantime, the long-delayed video game NPC comedy Free Guy will hit cinemas on the 13th of August. We also have a guest reactor this week, Korg, who was not my first choice, but apparently everyone else was too busy over on Disney+. Plus. Say hello, Korg. Hello, made of rocks. Thank you for having me, Paul. Sorry, you're dead. Jesus Christ. Marco Zoror, the six-foot-one Chilean martial artist best known for starring in From Dustal Dawn the series, has joined the cast of John Wick Chapter 4. The imposing Thess will be an antagonist to Keanu Reeves' titular master assassin and joins a cast that also includes series newcomers Donnie Yen, Rina Sawayama, Hiroyuki Sanada, and Scott Adkins. Adkins and Zoror are frequent co-stars on the low-budget action circuit and are probably best known together for their acclaimed 10-minute MMA scrap in martial arts sequel Undisputed 3 Redemption. Penned by Shay Hatton and Michael Finch, and directed by series stalwart Chad Stahelski, John Wick Chapter 4 is currently set to drop in cinemas on the 27th of May next year. May I suggest the Benelli M4? Custom bolt carrier release and charging handle. Textured grips should your hands get wet. An Italian classic. Director Matt Shackman has signed on to direct the next Star Trek film. Just what kind of crew will be set to explore the final frontier in writers Lindsay Beer and Jennifer Robertson's new script remains to be seen. Whether that will be a continuation of the so-called Kelvin timeline with Chris Pine and company, or a new ship entirely, though J.J. Abrams is still on board as a producer. Reports of Shackman's new gig came just one day after WandaVision earned 23 Emmy nominations, including Best Director for the man himself. Which is, of course, precisely the kind of success the Star Trek film franchise is in desperate need of, as at least three films set in the universe have been cancelled in the past half decade, including a much-hyped R-rated take from cinematic auteur Quentin Tarantino. This chaos, however, remains in stark contrast with the TV side of things, which currently has three ongoing series streaming and another two on the way. As such, there's no release date for Shackman's feature just yet, but animated comedy Star Trek Lower Decks Season 2 is set to begin airing on the 12th of August, with both Season 4 of Discovery and Season 1 of Prodigy angling to follow later this year. While the first and second seasons of Strange New Worlds and Picard, respectively, are both planned for next year. What's your favorite color? I fail to see the relevance. You say it hurts less if it's a surprise. If I may adopt a parlance with which you are familiar, I can confirm your theory to be horse <sighs> Star of Netflix's hyper-successful The Witcher and rigid slab of homegrown man-meat, Henry Cavill has lined up yet another project, this time with a twist. The in-demand actor has been setting up a number of future features to slot in around filming his hit show, with the forthcoming Highlander reboot, the Enola Holmes sequel, and espionage action at Argyle, all largely focusing on his propensity for high-caliber stunt work. However, the actor has now signed on to lead The Rosie Project, a unique rom-com for writer-director Steve Fork, which will center around a luckless, single university professor who creates an elaborate questionnaire in an effort to find a wife. It all goes pear-shaped, however, when he meets an unconventional woman who doesn't match 
match any of his requirements, but who might just be the one. The former Superman's expected to film the Rosie project towards the start of next year, but will return as the monster-hunting Geralt of Rivia on the 12th of December, when The Witcher Season 2 drops on Netflix. Perhaps our esteemed guest would like to entertain us with how he slayed the elves at the edge of the world. There was no slaying. I had my ass kicked by a ragged band of elves. <laughs> Hong Kong-born actor and martial arts legend Jackie Chan has courted major international controversy by proudly announcing that he wishes to be a member of China's ruling Communist Party. The movie star has been becoming increasingly rabid in his support for the party and has been engaging more and more in a torrent of propagandist efforts for the government in recent years. Chan's announcement came at a symposium organized by the China Film Association, which aimed to celebrate 100 years of the regime's rule. President Xi Jinping was in attendance and spoke for over an hour in harsh terms, declaring that China would not be bullied by other countries and that their enemies would find themselves, quote, bashing their heads bloody against a great wall of steel. The celebration took place amidst allegations of severe human rights offences by the regime, including the detention of Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps, the unlawful mistreatment of Hong Kong protesters, and forced organ donation as criminal punishment. In part of his speech to the attendees, which received rapturous applause, Jackie Chan is on record as saying, I'm very lucky to be a Chinese person, but I'm also very jealous that you all are party members. I just think the Chinese Communist Party is really so magnificent. I want to be a party member. Jackie Chan can next be seen starring alongside John Cena in director Scott Waugh's Project Extraction, about two ex-Special Forces soldiers who are tasked with escorting a group of civilians along Baghdad's Highway of Death. Thank you, Bob, to give me the award. Thank you, the whole world. Uh, no matter how, when I make movies, that's a good message. Very important. It's love. Love for your people, love for your family, peace around the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's long been known that Colin Farrell's set to appear as classic rogue the Penguin in the upcoming feature The Batman, but don't expect him to be showing up for very long. Farrell's spoken about his part in the hotly anticipated DC Comics film, which has been directed by Dawn of the Planet of the Apes' Matt Reeves, and made clear that his screen time will be limited. Whilst appearing on the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, the Irish-born Thesp, who will appear in startling prosthesis for the role, stated, I'm only in it for five or six scenes, so I can't wait to see the film because it won't be ruined by my presence. Continuing, Farrell joked, Really, it's a freebie for me. I'll get a little bit uncomfortable for the f nine minutes I have, and then the rest of it I can enjoy. I can't wait to see how Matt Reeves brought this world to life. The star will appear alongside a bevy of big names, taking on some of the most iconic roles in the DC canon, including Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Paul Dano as the Riddler, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, Andy Serkis as Alfred the Butler, and Robert Pattinson as the caped crusader himself. Alas, it turns out even the Batman can't overcome the COVID-19 pandemic, as the film's seen numerous delays. However, fans of Gotham Dark Knight can look forward to the picture finally swooping into theatres on the 4th of March next year. Wow, look at them, will you? The dynamic duel. Their faces completely covered with penguin egg. <laughs> Evil Dead Rise, the forthcoming horror feature from Warner Brothers Studios, has added another soul to swallow in the form of clickbait's Mia Charles. Set to be produced by original trilogy progenitor Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, the film will follow a pair of sisters who find their long-awaited reunion cut short by the discovery of the Necronomicon X Mortis, an evil book which heralds the arrival of the demonic Deadites. 
Chalice is on board to portray Jessica, an 18-year-old girl obsessed with fashion, Instagram, and being the center of attention, so don't expect her to last very long in a horror movie, but she'll appear opposite Lily Sullivan and Alyssa Sutherland as the aforementioned lead sisters. The film had previously been announced as a sequel to the original continuity of Evil Dead films and their subsequent TV show Ash vs. Evil Dead. However, there now appears to be some confusion. Just two days ago, series star Campbell, who won't be appearing in the new movie, cast doubt on the film being a forequel by telling Entertainment Weekly people can actually call it what they want. Sequel, remake, reimagining, it really is just another Evil Dead movie. This has been further complicated by reports coming out of Deadline, which insists the film will be a sequel to 2013's soft reboot of the series, which was confusingly just titled Evil Dead. Just where the flick will sit in continuity remains to be seen, but shooting's been confirmed as being halfway complete by director Lee Cronin. Meanwhile, Campbell seems content to leave the continuity fussing to the fans, who will discover the truth for themselves when Evil Dead Rise lands on HBO Max sometime next year. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Who the hell are you? Name's Ash. Housewares. Whilst racial diversity amongst LGBTQ portrayals in Hollywood are on the rise, for the fourth year in a row, no major production saw any transgender or non-binary characters. GLAAD, the media advocacy group which monitors and champions the representation of LGBTQ characters and actors in entertainment, has now released its yearly studios report. And whilst progress is positive, there are still unfortunate blind spots. The annual study rigorously assesses the portrayals in films released by the eight major studios, and of the 44 major releases last year, 10 had at least one LGBTQ character. That's 23% up from 18% the previous year. However, the quality of these portrayals is still a sore point, with just half of the 20 characters shown having 10 or more minutes of screen time, and with just six of those 20s having less than a minute total. Racial diversity in non-heteronormative characters has hugely increased meanwhile, largely down to a pandemic-reduced sample size, but it was still found that 40% of LGBTQ characters were persons of colour, increasing from just 6% last year. Unfortunately, transgender and non-binary characters were still nowhere to be seen in major productions, a trend now four years strong. In a statement, Megan Townsend, GLAD's Director of Entertainment Research and Analysis, made clear, as the industry looks forward towards a changing future, it is clear that LGBTQ characters need to be a part of stories across all platforms. Sincerely engaging LGBTQ characters can only benefit the studios' bottom lines. I'm not gay, but if I was, I would want equal rights. I'm not gay. But if I were, I would marry who I like It's not fair, I'm not gay Though the government has to say And who can love who not gay Or to which God you can pray on a gay New movies you can find in UK cinemas this weekend Include animated sequels Space Jam and New Legacy And The Croods 2 and New Age There's The Witches of the Orient Disney's Summer of Soul The gangster drama The Birthday Cake Nowhere Special The LGBT dramedy Two of Us The Wacky Deerskin And horror sequels The Forever Purge And Escape Room Tournament of champions, while the period drama High Ground is out now to watch on digital. That was your weekly reel for July 12th to the 16th, 2021. Have a great weekend, stay safe, keep it cinematic, and we'll be back in the ticket booth come Monday. The Daily Reel is a Candy Store production, presented by Van Connor and written by Calvin Prickett. All information is correct at the time of writing, and source links are in the description for each episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on all good podcast platforms, or ask Alexa to install the Daily Reel skill for your morning flash briefing. Follow the show on social at Daily Reel Pod, and we'll be back every weekday. Until then, keep it cinematic. Drink great gin. Make a difference.
We handcraft our gins with only the finest botanicals and use our profits to support charities and initiatives that provide relief to struggling hospitality workers. Visit hospitalitygin.co.uk to find out more. Hospitality Gin. Drink great gin. Make a difference. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.